You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. If you get two men and they're facing each other, they will not normally talk about deep things. Whereas if you get two guys who are alongside each other at the football, for example, that situation removes the difficulty and the barriers to open conversation. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. Well, welcome to this week's Momentum. It is Tim and Des with you once again. Hey, wherever you are around Australia or around the world, actually, listening right now, uh, great to have you here. It is uh, Tim and Des with you. Des, how are you today, my friend? Are you good? Yeah, I'm really good, man. I, I love what we do. And it's really great to be able to talk to men in the real world. Uh, look, we're going to get real again this show. So I just want to encourage you to, uh, to stay tuned because uh, this is something that, uh, particularly if you're a man of faith, uh, you might be involved with, you might have heard of, you might have heard of, but don't want to be connected to. <laughs> uh, it's just Des and I this week. We're going to have a very real, raw, honest conversation around men's connect groups and connect groups in general. And uh, some of you right now are already reaching for the button to turn off. <laughs> but don't do that because we just want to explore this space because, you know, Des and I have been in the church world for a number of years and we've seen some stuff and I'm not saying that we've got all the answers, Des, but we've got some thoughts that might just open men up to um, perhaps exploring this perhaps a little bit more in depth. And yet there'll be lots of men who are maybe not involved in the church world at all um, and, you know, their idea of a connect group may be a men's shed or or a walking group or some sort of social activity group. And I guess, you know, that is a, a is one component of what we talk about when we talk about connect groups, although at the moment we're talking at it in a Christian context. So, you know, how do church groups, how do church put together men's connects? How do they, how do they work? And I guess the first thing we should explore is, you know, what are the good reasons for men to uh, join one of their church connect groups, just any connect mm. group? What is the value mm. for men? Tim, what are your thoughts on that? It's a good question because if we're talking about generic connect groups, Des, we'll, we'll come back and talk about men's connect groups yeah. specifically, but just generic connect groups. So we're talking about these are uh, male, female different age groups, you know, uh, and generally happen midweek as a connection point outside of the Sunday service. So I think as far as good reasons to attend one of those days, I think general engagement throughout the week and points of connection um, with people who are part of your church family, in inverted commas, I think it's good to have that and cement those sorts of relationships, a good touch point. Because the reality is a lot of life happens between Sunday and Sunday. Sure. <laughs> or if it's, sure. uh, you know, if it's a Monday night connect group or whatever, it's, you know, a lot of life happens. It's good to be around like-minded people. I think also in those groups as well, you can form closer relationships, deeper relationships. Um, you know, you can uh, generally, if it's a, a smaller group, you can be a bit more uh, intimate, but also intentional with the subject that you want to talk about. Um, you can perhaps get a bit more real and raw around some of the things that you want to talk about, go a little deeper with the study. Um, because it's a smaller group, I suppose there's an open invitation to people to participate more as well, Days. Uh, sure. And that might freak some people out too, so that can be a negative. But you know, there might be an open opportunity there to perhaps have a say or delve into something a bit more or ask some questions about something that perhaps you know, you're not really sure of, whether it's a Bible verse or something around a topic. So, you know, there's there's positives and negatives in there. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, you know, and certainly, you know, in today's churches, there's not a lot of opportunity for, you know, deeper Bible study. And, 
you know, certainly, you know, you go on a Sunday morning, you're not going to get into theology and, and those deeper things about our faith and, you know, and who Christ is and his identity and, and all those things that are fundamental to our faith. Hmm. But we don't get the chance really to talk much about those. Whereas in a, in a connect group that's, you know, a church connect group, it, it, uh, it opens that opportunity to get deeper into scripture and hmm. talk about themes and talk about characters in the Bible and so forth. So it's, it's good. But I take your point about the act of participation is is absolutely key. And, this, and this, we always talk about community uh, and, and momentum is all about community within for, with men. Hmm. But certainly in the broader context, you're spot on. I mean, it's just, it's about you know, getting to know people better, getting to know the way they think, getting to know, just getting close to them. Mm. Like, I'll give you an example. I went to, one of the first connect groups I went to in the church that I, I belonged to, um, we, uh, we had a bit of Bible study, and then we talked about, uh, it broke into prayer groups, you know, people mm. praying with each other. And and I, I was standing beside this guy who later became a really dear friend. And the first thing I said to him was, I don't like praying in public. <laughs> and, and he said, I don't like praying in public either. <laughs> and so we ended up having this conversation about prayer and why we were uncomfortable with praying. And we just then started to pray together, just very simply, mm. just very openly. But that's that's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want to just embellish on that too, Dave, because I suppose if you're in a larger church as well, Right, the fact that on a Sunday morning it can be a little intimidating walking into a congregation of several hundred, or yeah. even if it's you know a thousand people, and and you can also, while you might feel a part of the bigger family, you don't necessarily have those close intimate connections on a Sunday, and so a, a group through the week gives you that opportunity to find a little community within the bigger community. And can yeah. I also say, as someone who's been uh, you know on the the single track for a little while in church circles. Um, uh, it's been interesting watching uh, how a connect group can be a little kind of pseudo family for people who are single. Yes. Because, again, when they don't necessarily find that connection in the bigger church, they can find the spectrum of different people, of different ages, of, you know, whatever. And if they're single, it can also almost be like brothers and sisters, but a mom and a dad, pseudo kind of mom and dad in a connect group as well, if they're single or, you know, they're in a different state or something like that. So, I mean, the benefits of that and the, the sense of community in that sense, Des, is something that I think is really positive. And I, and I agree. And, you know, we, we're not saying at all that men shouldn't join, you know, mixed connect groups. That's, you know, that's not what we're saying at all. Mm. But what we're saying is there's different opportunities and different things that, you know, impact people and, and couples. And one of the things is, you know, if you are married and you get a, a partner, to do that small connect group study together, it does help your relationship and understanding. And you're actually doing something spiritual together, which is mm. which is a really good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's look at some of the negatives then, Des, um, or, or perhaps some of the perceived negatives or, or things that men might struggle with when it comes to joining a mixed connect group. And just jumping off the back of what you said about, you know, the husband and wife doing their church life together as in a, a connect group, um, that that can seem good, but you and I both know, and men listening right now can also say, but hold on, if I'm there with my wife, <laughs> yeah. there might be certain things that I might want to talk about or need to talk about that I'm not going to share in front of the group, especially if my wife is there. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Especially considering our last show was uh, about pornography. <laughs> and certainly, right. like, as to take a topic that falls into that camp, I mean, you're not going to go along to a group like um, that Connect group shared, you know, with family and kids and so forth around uh, and open up that conversation. That just won't happen. Mm. And so, uh, men need that opportunity. And it's a, it's a real struggle for men in that regard. And it's, and it's different for women, I guess we should say, because, you know, women do meet for coffee. They're, they're, they've got a natural ability to open up and talk about things in their world that mm. they're struggling with. Men don't have that luxury. Men, you know, are, have got their man cave and they, you know, go into their man cave and they brood and they, you know, think long and hard about all these issues, but they don't have a context to actually talk to other men about what's going on in their world. Mm. Do you think then, Des, that perhaps this overriding sense that, um, and we'll generalize just for the purpose of this exercise, but I suppose what you're saying is women are generally more relational than men to a degree. Not always the case, but generally women are better at that relational kind of connectivity than men are. And do you think that generically men's groups are confrontational for men because they're forced into a space that perhaps isn't natural or comfortable or come easy to them? Yeah, I think I think one of the things that has happened in the past is that men's connects groups have been, um, by and large, you know, you get together, you talk, you have breakfast or something, and you are a steak or whatever it is, hmm. and you just talk generalities about life and, you know, what, you, what you're doing during the day. There's no opportunity even to have a, a serious conversation with somebody that you know in the current sort of structure. Then taking that a step further, can I ask, do you think that part of that is that men don't necessarily want to go there? As in, you know, and let's be honest, we as men, we like to wear a front that says when we're in public or we're in church or a connect group that we have to at least initially, (laughs) until people get to know us, (laughs) Uh, you know, initially we present this front that we've, we've got our stuff together. We, 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 we've got a handle on, on life and things like that. And it's very confronting for men generically to let that guard down and be honest about some of the chinks that they might have in their armor or some of the things that they actually might be struggling with. And until we feel safe enough to have those sorts of conversations, we're just not going to go there. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and you look at things like the men's shed, and I'll use that as an example. You know, it's it's an opportunity for men to get together and they build relationships and they build trust um, and they have camaraderie and they, you know, they, they while they don't delve into the spiritual things necessarily um, and talk about things that are really core in their world, you know, they do have... It does give them an opportunity to have deeper conversations, I guess. Mm. And so it is It is so, so important. So we've talked generically about mixed connect groups in churches, Des. Let's quickly look mm. at men's connects groups specifically, and then we want to come back on the other side of the break and explore what that might look like in a healthy sense. But let's talk about men's connect groups and some of the main reasons why men wouldn't want to join a group that is just men, aside from the fact that we just talked about their chinks in the armor and that sort of thing. But what else do you think might put men off about joining a specific men's connect group? 
It really depends on how it's sold, isn't it, Tim? There's lots of things about men's groups that that have to be real. So men can, you know, men can tell if it's a, you know, just something they're putting on just because they have to put it on. Mm. But they also know when something is real and genuine. And so a lot of men who don't go to men's connect groups don't go because they don't see themselves getting any value from. You know, maybe they don't know any people, or maybe the people they know who go there they don't want to associate <laughs> <them> with. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, sure. and you know, often maybe the pastor. You know, I'm not having to go at pastors, but you know, um, there's good pastors who are you know strong in pastoral care, and there's some who aren't. I mean, the uh, the church that I attend in Port Macquarie, the pastor is a very um, engaging, social guy, and and so. When people, he has a connect group, you know, people are are not put off to go there, right? So, so it's, it's an interesting thing. What are your thoughts? So then, l- let's let me ask you this then, Des, and and we'll we'll wrap up the first part of the show with this last question: the benefits then of men listening right now, and there's going to be men listening who are strongly connected. They kind of go to a group, but they're not really that engaged. And there's men who have heard the conversation that we've had and gone, yeah, no, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, what are the benefits of not just attending, but engaging regularly with a men's group specifically? Oh, I, think, I think there's lots of them. One is the fact that men can open up with each other and create friendships that they that they wouldn't normally get in you know the Sunday service. I mean, you know, there 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 are lots of cases. I mean, if you go and look at any major church, you'll see men going into the service and on their mobile phones and they're you know doing their own thing, and then they walk back out again on their mobile phones and they don't <laughs> engage. And you know, it breaks my heart that nobody talks to them, and because men don't naturally go up to another man and start to talk. Hmm. But but you know, one of the interesting thing is in the church. We actually have that obligation. Mm. We are called by God to engage with our neighbor. And our neighbor is in the church context as well as outside the church context. And so Mm. if you see a guy in your church who's not talking to anybody, he's on his own, he doesn't have a partner with him, go up and say good day. Come and have a conversation. Find something you have in common with him. And then you'll probably find he'd be interested in maybe going to your men's connect group. Mm. Yeah. We are going to take a short break. We are talking men's connect groups here this week on Momentum. Now, I'm not sure how relevant this is to you on your journey, but I'm encouraging you to stay tuned and come back for the second part of the show. What we are going to do is have a brief look at what that might mean to actually be a part of a connect group. But Des and I have got some thoughts around what a healthy men's group might look like that might just appeal to you if you are not currently connected and the whole aim of momentum is to get men connected whether it's to a church a group to each other and do life together so we're going to take a short break in the meantime i encourage you to check out the website momentumaustralia.org and we'll be back with the second part of this week's show in just a tick you're listening to momentum a show that helps men succeed in life find out more at momentumaustralia.org well, welcome back to Momentum. Tim and Des uh, with you this week. It's just the two of us, and we are exploring men's connect 
groups. Uh, incidentally, the website MomentumAustralia.org if you'd like to check out a bit more about this group of men, Tim and Des, that is. And uh, Des, look, let's um, let's get straight into, well, back into the conversation. We looked at mixed connect groups initially, some of the things that might appeal to men, some of the things that might put men off from joining a, a local connect group. We're talking that that's mixed. Then we had a quick look at men's connect groups, and these are just intentionally just for men. But, um, you know, you and I have been around the church world a little bit, and we've seen good and bad in this space. And I'm sure men listening right now have their own experience of their own men's connect group, how engaged they are, whether they're fully engaged, partly engaged, or just don't want to attend it at all. And so we just want to speak into that space because there's, I just want to get to the heart of why we're talking about this. And if if you want to jump in here, mate, because you have a real heart for men and you've seen this firsthand how men don't necessarily engage with church and connect groups and, and the downsides to that. It's, it's really interesting. And if you're sitting in church and and the pastor's up at the front or the minister who, or whoever, priest or whoever's in your church, and, and they say, oh, by the way, on Saturday we're having <laughs> a men's group. We will have bacon and eggs and we'll have a short message and we might sing a few hymns. And you know we trust you'll all come along. Would that be yeah. attracted to no. you? That be, you? No, you know, no. Yeah. I'm I'm washing my hair Saturday morning, and I don't have <laughs> exactly. any hair. So. <laughs> no. You and me both. That's <laughs> a real problem. But you know, and that's an that's an extreme case, by the way. But there's no excitement about men's connect groups, even the one that I go to. Yeah, there's no excitement about it. That they, you know, the text messages go out about it, mm. but they don't rave about it from the platform or get anybody excited, you know, because they're going to learn something new or, you know, they're going mm. to be doing things. And, and you know, one of the things that we did do, um, and it's important for men, by the way, just let me say, men love to do activity. Mm. Men love to do things. You know, whether it be fishing, whether it be motorcycle riding, whether it be drone flying, which is my hobby, uh, whatever mm. it happens to be, you know, men love doing stuff, gardening or, you know, whatever, mm. right? And so building a connect group um, intentionally around those activities is a brilliant idea, right? Now, and I just want to say on that, Des, we, we've spoken to a few people on the show and the, and you can correct me this because I know you'll you'll get this right. When I'm not sure of the phrase, but essentially, men don't talk face to face, but they talk side to side. <laughs> correct. Yeah. yeah. Just embellish on that for me. Yeah, that, it's a funny, funny thing. And uh, if you get two men and they're facing each other, they will not normally, the exception proves the rule maybe, but they will not really talk about deep things because they're confronting mm. each other face-to-face. Mm. Whereas if you get two guys who are alongside each other at the football, for example, or fishing um, or hiking, right, mm. and they're side by side, do you know, it's quite, it's quite strange how that situation removes the difficulty and the barriers to open conversation. Mm. And so if you're walking along with somebody and you say to them, man, how are you really doing? And they say, look, I'm okay. No, no, no. Now, let, let's ask the question again. How you're really doing? Let's talk. Let's be open because I'll tell you what, what's happening in my world, and mm. l- and let's have that conversation. And so that that leads to that that sort of um, an openness, I guess. Yeah. So uh, you, what you just mentioned there, activity-based men's groups. I mean, y- you were a big part of that in 
um, you know, the Hillsong Church that you were a part of in Brisbane. And, you know, you set up a whole bunch of groups and it was terrific while you were there. But let's be honest, most men's groups aren't that involved or engaging. And so let's just quickly look at, I suppose, a typical, in inverted commas, and we're not bagging out the church or men's groups generically, but from our experience, this is what a generic men's connect group will look like, right? And it's usually monthly. Like you said before, it's usually poorly advertised. Therefore, there's no excitement around it. Guys generally don't tend to attend. And, let you know, there'll be the faithful few, the stalwarts mm-hmm. that will go. But as far as the, you know, if you're teetering on the edge, unless it's raved about from the, the pulpit and encouraged to go, men won't attend. Mm. That's exactly right. And also things like the day before or the morning of the event, whatever it is, send a text message. Mm. Send it so the guys know what's on. There's a mm. there's a group that I uh, no, I wasn't involved in setting it up, but it, it runs in a church in Sydney, and I'm aware of it because I'm in their app group. And so you know, every every week, the morning that they're having the event in the evening, the leader sends out a text message saying, "Do do group's on tonight. We're having a curry, mm. right?" Um, and he's intentional. He's deliberate. And, you know, he has 20 people, 20 men turn up at his house every week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, that's a, that's a key thing there, right? And let's keep looking through the list of things that we, we see around men's groups. Um, they're not necessarily deliberate. A lot of churches actually run a men's thing just because they feel like they should, mm. not necessarily because they see value in it, which is really sad. Um, there's no real structure, long-term planning or vision for the group. It's kind of like, what are we doing this week? And, and often it can be a bit more of a motivational message as yeah. opposed to something deep and meaningful for men to get their teeth into. Um, are there practical aspects, the takeaways in life that men can apply to life? Sometimes, sometimes not. Um, you know, I've been to groups where there's no real time for men to reflect on stuff or talk about their stuff or even get prayer days, yes. which, yes. you know, when you're in a church men's connect group, I find astounding that we're not giving men an opportunity to come forward, even if it's for a few minutes at the end to go, hey, if there's something in your life that you need prayer for, you know, we've got a few guys at the front who want to stay back and pray for you. Uh, and, you know, the, the key to that, Tim, is some of the things we've talked about, like intentionality. Hmm. No men's group is going to be successful unless the people who are leading it are passionate, committed to helping men and helping men grow and and take on a pastoral care role for men in their community. Hmm. If, if, if this leader doesn't do that, that group will implode. Hmm. And so, you know, we have to be intentional. We have to be deliberate. We have to go after men. Because if we don't, who will? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we we uh, came up with a few words uh, to describe generically Men's Connect. Now, this is, again, not we're not bagging out the Church of Men's Connect groups. Um, We're not saying we've got all the answers and we can do better, but generically when we've had our own experiences or we've talked to guys, here's some of the words that have come forward uh, to describe Men's Connect. There's unimportant, unintentional, unplanned, and uninspiring. Mm. And I think that last one is really key. It's uninspiring because if it's not inspiring and you're not inspired to go, then you won't attend. Mind you, if, if, if you get a good bacon and egg breakfast, that's pretty inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually quite happy to be inspired by that. And one of the things that we actually did at one of our, at our breakfast that we had was we actually got a mobile coffee van, and that was 
it was unbelievable you know, mm. the, the number of coffees they churned out for guys who came to the spectrum. So, so it's thinking through all those things, the location, who's going to speak, are we going to be deliberate about what we're speaking about? You know, and, and those are really, really key things. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's good. So so we've, we've got a few things here, Des, we want to talk about and, and embellish on, and this is mm. for the rest of the show. So guys, I, I just I would love you to just glean into this, lean into this, whether you're a part of a connect group, maybe you lead a connect group, maybe you're thinking of leading a connect group, maybe you're semi-attached or not even. There's stuff here that you can apply, uh, whether you're attached to a group or, again, you just want to go and find some mates. Here, here's some things that you can... I guess, think about, consider, and um, start doing that might make this whole process a lot more a- appealing to you yeah. and to other men around you, whether it's in your church or just in your relational life in general. The first thing, Des, is, and it's what we've talked about um, just a moment ago, and that's being intentional. Mm-hmm. Intentional either by the church or with somebody in the in the church that's got a heart to reach out and equip men to do life better which is essentially what we do on Momentum. Yeah, I mean, and it's intentionality more than just, I mean, it is that, what you've just said, but it's more than that. It's, it's you know, one of the things that we did um, when we were setting up Men's Connects at Hillsong Church was that we created a charter, and that charter defined what men should expect, right? So things like confidentiality, hmm. camaraderie, openness, honesty, all those. So creating effectively a safe place where men can enjoy themselves, absolutely, hmm. but, but you know, but be part of a bigger world than just themselves. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to speak from my own experience there. And again, I, there was a, a group that you set up in Brisbane that I attended. And uh, as a single man at that stage, and you know, I was in in Brisbane on my own, no family, um, no real close friends at that stage. And I, and I have to be honest with you, man. When I walked into that group on a Monday night, and there was about forty guys in the group, half the room would turn around. Now I didn't know many of them that well, but half the group would turn around every Monday night when I walked in just after seven o'clock, and you'd get twenty guys going, "Hey, hey, hey, gay, good to see you." You know, some high fives, some hugs. You know, and instantly you've got a community around you. Um, you know, again, obviously you're going to be closer with some of the guys than others, but the reality yeah. is you walk into a room and we're all there for the same common purpose, and that is to have some time together, have some time with the Lord, and just connect. Yeah. And that's how it felt. And so for me as a single bloke in that season, I can tell you what, that was a lifeline for me, knowing that every Monday night I was going to walk into a room and there'd be a handful of guys that I knew were on the same page and had my back. Most importantly, <laughs> and it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be um, complex, right? So I mean that that night you're talking about the Monday night event. I mean, the the leader went and got a couple of chickens and mm. bread rolls, <laughs> and, and and you know you got tea or coffee or a soft drink or whatever, and and that was it. You know? Yeah, it was it was purely that simple. Men got together, they'd have a burger, they'd have whatever it was, and yeah, and they, they all sat around and, and chatted. But yeah. what I loved about that too, and this is one of our points we want to highlight, is that if, if there's half an hour at the beginning of the group, um, for men, whether it's, you know, you, you're just coming straight from work, sort of 6.30, 7 o'clock, whatever, it gives you that time, You hey, you can get some food, you're not, you're not sat there on an empty stomach until, you know, 9 o'clock and then you've got to go home and eat. There's some food provided for you, but it also is just a lighthearted way of breaking the ice 
with the guys. Hey, you know, just there's no nothing serious too soon. We're going to just have some food, get to, to mingle, you know, have some light chit chat around the group before we officially start at seven o'clock. And I thought that worked really well because it just mm. helps men to start getting into the zone. We're out of work mode. We're out of family mode. And we're now into this space and we're starting to bring our walls down ready for what could happen later in the sure. night. Yeah, and, you know, humor is a, a wonderful thing for bonding people, male or mm. female. But, you know, there was a lot, lots of laughter in that room, um, you know, while people were eating and, you know, telling jokes or whatever they were doing, which is really, really cool. But, I mean, I guess the intentionality is key for us. And certainly, mm. you know, momentum is about helping men understand their identity, understand who they are, be open and honest about things that are struggling within their world. Um, and if they're not, that's great. You yeah, know, they're they're on the right track. It's all good. Uh, yeah. But we all have things in our world that you know we're not proud of, hmm. or or are at the other end of the spectrum are absolute disasters from a life point of view. Yeah. Um, and so you know you, you have to you have to be open and talk about those things. A couple of key things I want to highlight next days is talking about subjects that we wouldn't necessarily talk about in church. And these yeah. are specific to men. And we talked about this in a in a mixed connect group. We're probably not going to get those sorts of conversations around yeah. some of the sensitive issues that men want to talk about. That's a key thing. And we, we shouldn't be afraid in men's groups to have those conversations, yeah. to open up the floor and go, hey, we're, we're going to touch on some stuff here that you might find a little, <laughs> you know, uh, tricky to talk about. But, but sure. the, you know, the reality is that men need a space to talk about this sort of stuff. And if they don't get that in a men's connect group in the church, then where do they go to? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, one of the, um, I'll give you an example. I went and spoke at a men's group um, not not far out of Port Macquarie last year. And um, after I spoke about the men's connect world, men's world, um, I opened it up for questions. And the first question I got asked was a young guy, which was interesting. This young guy asked me about masturbation. Right. Is that right or is that wrong? Now, it one, he wouldn't have done that in a family connect group. <laughs> well, he <laughs> but may have two, done. <laughs> but yeah, but well, yeah, he <laughs> wouldn't be there for long. But two, um, he felt comfortable enough in that group to be able to, in front of other men, Hmm. talk about that that issue that he had which is masturbation hmm. and so you know i i delicately answered his question and so um th- that's just an example of how men can help each other and support each other in this world hmm. yeah yeah and moving on from that des as well one of the other key points and this is what we we will suggest as well is once you delve into the topic at large for the group uh, one thing that we found worked really well was breaking off into the small groups and having the smaller groups where you can have the perhaps more intimate, delicate, personal conversations with a smaller mm-hmm. group of guys. It's less intimidating. And again, there was some weeks where a couple of the guys wouldn't necessarily participate. They didn't feel comfortable, but it was interesting watching over a period of time as they got more comfortable in that space. They allowed their walls to start coming down and then they started connecting and integrating into the smaller groups. And then they started talking about some of the stuff that was happening in their lives. And that's the beauty of it is that it's over a period of time and for everyone, that's going to look a little different, but it's going, hey, I am actually safe in this space. Yeah. I can trust these guys. I know that yeah. if I share something here, I'm not going to be judged. 
you know, I'm not going to be That's thrown out of word. church and, oh, this mm -hmm. man's a terrible sinner and, you know, we shouldn't let him back in the four walls of the church. So, no, this is a safe space. I'm not being judged. I'm not being criticized. I'm just being accepted for who I am and loved on my journey. And I just want to encourage anyone listening right now, those small groups, whether that's in a church, a connect group, or you have that in your life outside of the church, um, uh, get that in your life because that really is where you have the conversations that you need to have. And I believe you, you'll you find the breakthrough because you're, you're actually talking about the stuff, but also, you know, sharing this stuff is is first part of the battle, right, Des? Once yeah, you've shared it, it's like, oh, wow, that weight off my shoulders has yes. suddenly gone and I can start dealing with the issue now. Yeah, it's the old adage, um, a problem shared is a problem halved. It's something like that. Mm. You know, and one of the other things that's interesting is, I mean, if you get a men's group that actually talk about the tough stuff, the, the sort of stuff that we talk about in Momentum, for example, you know, real issues that men face, you know, mm. things, things like pornography, things like infidelity. Um, how do you keep your relationship, you know, alive after you know, after you have kids and, and those sorts of issues, you will mm. never hear those discussed at church, and and that's okay. But mm. but the, you, but those are subjects that men need to talk through and be open and honest about. Yeah, yeah because statistics around those things are horrific. Yes, yeah. and the reality is, there's as you and I know that um, you know it is important for men to to have those conversations. And we at Momentum, you know, we, we exist here and the whole show of Momentum exists to go, when you take away whatever church you came from, come from, came from, whatever background you have, whether you're in church or not, uh, what denomination you belong to or not, whatever upbringing you've had or not, the reality is we are all men. When you break that stuff down, we're all men and we all mm. struggle, can struggle with mm. the same sorts of things to varying degrees. And that's the level that we want to speak to in Momentum, but that's also what we're encouraging men's connect groups to get to as well, um, because that's the road hitting the road. Yes, we have a faith. Yes, we might love the Lord. Yes, we love Jesus. He's done all these things for us, but I'm still a man and I still struggle with certain things on my journey. And let's not hide that fact. Let's be open and honest about it in a safe space, because nothing good is bred in darkness, but when it's put out into the light, it can be dealt with. You can be set free and get healed and get on with your journey, find your true identity. You're better. You're a better husband. You're a better father. You know, your family benefits and knock-on effects, as, as we know, are just huge. Absolutely. And, and the other side of it, by the way, is that because we all have a obligation given to us by our Lord to... Uh, be missionaries to you know spread the word an example let's look for men in church who are not, who are isolated who aren't engaged you know they may be come to church with their wife but you know a lot of those guys are struggling internally mm. and mm. let's get them into men's groups let's get let's get alongside them and put our arm around them and you know love them to, to bits and in, in a manly way of course but mm. uh, but yeah yeah, yeah. look we're about to wrap up the show. Before we do, um, maybe some of this has spoken to you. Maybe you've glossed those over some of it. You've cleaned it. Uh, maybe you're going, hey, this all sounds terrific, but I just don't have this in my world. Um, and so I'm going to point to you, Days, because we can offer men a bit of a solution and some helping hand in this area. Um, if you're finding that you're not connected or you'd like to 
run a connect group or you are running a connect group and you're like, hey, what were some of those points again? Des, you can help some men out here. Yeah, look, you know, we you know, we have we've put together a, a template for the one of a better word that uh, describes what a connect group might look like. And I mean, if you are thinking of running a group or existing group and you'd like some help with that, please reach out to us. My email address is des at momentumaustralia.org. Very similar, very simple to remember, D-E-S, not Z, D-E-S at momentumaustralia.org. And we will send you out this handout. And also, you know, if you're in a community and you don't know where there is a men's group, I'm happy to try and take a few out for you. I can't guarantee how good they are, but you know, we, we're, we're happy to help you find a connection wherever you may be. So, yeah, so we're very happy to do that. It's been a great conversation, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Des's email, des at momentumaustralia.org. You can reach out and we'll get that information to you. And, of course, you can listen to this show again, whether it's at the website momentumaustralia.org or put in Momentum Australia into your favorite podcast platform. You can hear this and other shows as well. A couple of other things on that too. We'd love your feedback about the show. If there's a topic that you'd love us to talk about, by all means, get in touch. And, you know, Momentum is um, free to you, but it's not free to produce if you have an ability to sow into this uh, this men's ministry, which is literally all around Australia and the world now. Uh, we'd love to have a few dollars to help us keep doing this and keep on air and essentially keep impacting men's lives all around Australia. Again, MomentumAustralia.org is the website. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you doing that in this week's show. We look forward to having you here next week. Des, really appreciate it, man. It was a good discussion. We'll talk to you next week. That'll be great. Look forward to it. Catch you next week right here on Momentum. Until then, you take care. God bless you. You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum. Momentum.